What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fellow adventurers, I am now in Tally's trading post. There's a newly constructed stone building there where the Toad of Attainment is available for purchase. I'm going to go there. You, you, you find Tally's hard at work in newly constructed stone building, stacking boxes, putting up shows, and taking care of several minor details that his quick work on the structure forced him to initially forget. Neglect. Despite the apparent pressing nature of his labours, the retired master of venture seems happy to see you and is quick to offer you a, flake, a steaming mug of payload. Tully's tells you he's just began selling the Tone of Attainment. Ask him about the Tone of Attainment. Certainly you've heard of it, he asks, regarding you with a curious glance. Tullys gives you a brief account of the storied history of the tome. Tells you he's partnered with a powerful mage. who's hoping him to replicate the ancient book so its wonders can be made available to all worthy adventurers. There's a link here. The Tome, the tome of Attainment. This ancient and mysterious magical book is believed to have been created by a powerful goblin mage. Many centuries ago. Tor also thought several human spellcasters, most notably Huron, have since added, added their own enchantments to the legendary tome. The thick tome is covered by two pieces of oak, bound together by loops of rugged ropes. Five square impressions have been carved into the tome's wooden cover in a diamond formation. Surrounding the impressions is an elaborate engraving that depicts a griffin, a dragon, and the blazing sun. The tome rewards its possessor, his or her accomplishments and or actions. The rewards and opportunities the tome provides to its bearer are many, but the full extent of the book's powers is not likely to ever be known. Recently, with the hope of an unnamed accomplice, Tallies has discovered a way to duplicate the tome. He has vowed, however, to only make the tome more available to those adventures he deems worthy of possessing it. 
rumoured there have been several fact attempts made by various factions of Goblindom, Goblindom, a few quite recently, to recover what they feel is an item that does not belong in human hands. It is true. I am now proliferating Lithbrook, but the tome of tome of attainment is something can something is hardly something that can be presented to just anyone, he says. His powers are far too great to find their ways into undesirable hands. I vow to personally dispense the tome at a fair price, mind, to only those adventurers whose heart and spirit harken back to the golden age of the profession. I am a after all, a mere steward of a powerful but perilous artefact. Here, have a look at it, but don't open it. View the Tome of Attainment. This thick, ancient volume, its two-piece oaken cover bound together by loops of thin, frayed rope, is the legendary Tome of Attainment. Legend has it, the Tome allows its owner to unlock its mysterious contest and step directly into the, into the tales forever enshrined upon its pale, age-worn pages. Five square impressions have been carved into the tome's wooden cover, the diamond formation. Surrounding the impressions are elaborate engravings that depict a griffin, a dragon, and the blazing sun. Blazing sun. After examining the tome, just one of the many Kelly's collections on hand, turn the valuable book. To his expected expectant purveyor. So I can ask him three questions. Ask if he thinks you're worthy of the tome, if he has ever made use of the tome, or ask him about the building. Does he think I'm worthy of tome? Tally slap laughs and slaps you on the shoulder. My dear fellow, he says, grinning broadly, I can think of no other adventure more worthy of the tome than you. Well, if I put two out, I can think of just one other. But he isn't getting one, no matter what. Oh, who could it be? Wakamora? Could be him. I definitely wouldn't give him a tome. Cry about purchasing a tome. Tallies furrows his brow and stretches his hat while eyeing, eyeing you closely. But you can sense that all three measures have have been greatly exaggerated effect. He lowers, he slowly nods and tells you he'd be honoured to sell you a copy of the tome. The price is rather steep, he says. Bear him, I can see you a smile. As long as you don't let out a word about it, I'll make you an offer you'll find difficult to refuse. Ten tokens is all it'll take for me to place a copy in your escape of hand. What are you to say to that? Please note. You may purchase the Tome of Attainment now, but it's not yet useful. Uses of the Tome will gradually be revealed as they're added. So, okay, so if I can't use it, I'm not going to get it yet. Tally's nods and tells you, should you change your mind, he will gladly sell you a copy of the Tome any time. It's a most remarkable artefact, he says, gazing fondly over a copy of the weighty book. Some would say it's the most remarkable artefact. I would hesitate to say such things. Such thing. Still, its importance cannot be overlooked. You thank Tallies, bid him farewell, and step out of the building. Right, back in the building again. I'm going to ask him about this building. 
woolly look passes over the master adventurer's face, immediately asking if something is the matter. He nods and quickly motions for you to follow him outside. Standing at the edge of the grassy meadow just behind the newly constructed building, Tally sighs and points to a line of trees about a hundred yards to the east. You might find this quite incredible, he said. His gaze fixed solidly on the distant trees. But that forest is slowly creeping this way. Before you can ask Italians why he's concerned about the growth of the forest, he again speaks. His next words make you realise the strange decision on the wood is entirely valid. I don't mean creeping in the usual sense, he says, glancing over at you. Two weeks ago, I was paid paid a wild unpleasant visit. A mountain goblin shaman appeared at my tour and demanded... Quite forcefully, I will increase to him the tomes. All of them. Certainly the small army of his miserable kin sorting somewhere nearby. As you might imagine, I replied with a flat of my axe and sent the wretched creature scurrying for the forest. Thought it odd at the time that he would have been bold enough to approach me alone. While I was glad to be with his presence, I fear he must have had, had other deviled, devilry in mind is now plainly at work. Tully's told you, in the past last few days, the edge, edge of the forest has crept nearly five yards closer to this very spot. He says he believes powerful and dark goblin magic is at work within the woods. The forest will continue to encroach upon his holdings so its trees are within striking distance. I've seen something like this twice before. Many years ago, he says. In both of these instances, the forest overran small, remote villages. The trees and plants became sinister, dreadful creatures, twisted by dark magic and bent on destruction of whatever lay in their path. It was insidious and utterly against all reckoning. I think it's more to the point, I think. Tally says that the goblin shaman he chased away from his cottage has obviously placed a curse or other such magical malady upon the nearby wood. The goblins use some, some sort of medium to contain and disperse their magic, but it is summoned on such a grand scale, he says. Previous two incidents I mentioned, the medium was a glowing stone, no bigger than your own hand, mind. Destruction of the me- medium that ultimately ended the wood's march. Yes, Tally, why hasn't gone into the forest to seek out the medium and stop the encroachment of the trees? And leave this place unguarded, he says, sighs widening in his belief. Can you even do can you even imagine the repercussions such a rash act might have? Many an unscrupulous scroll wanders this way, I'm afraid. Realise immediately that Tally's is hinting that the task and entering the creeping wood is a task better taken on by another adventurer. You. Tell Tallies you'd investigate the woods. Tallies grins and slaps you on the shoulder, exposing a surprisingly potent amount of might through the friendly gesture. You're of the old line, he says proudly. I can only caution you to be ever on your guard in there, Soup. There's no telling what wickedness or goblin shaman can conjure up. 
Tallis tells you that the object of your expedition to the Creeping Wood must be to find and destroy whatever medium has been employed to channel the sinister magic that has brought the forest to life. You might to take care in there, he says, casting a wary gaze in the direction of the trees. Don't think I'll ever be ever be worried if my conscience is something thour to before you in that place. Tallies again thanks you and tells you to keep him updated on your progress as you explore the creeping forest. Reminds you your mission must be to find and destroy whatever medium or dark magic has been employed by the goblin shaman. With the destruction of the medium, which will undoubtedly emit a greenish sort of glow, as goblin mediums tend to do, the creep of the forest should come to an end, he says. It does not... We will be pressed to take other measures, but I will not think of such things. You can't know the relief it brings me to have you on top of things, Zoop. You ask Tallies how you should go about destroying the medium, and he strokes his chin for a few moments before answering. I've destroyed only one myself, he says, for we have seen a couple of others brought to ruin over the years. Might or magic will do it, though I caution you that I do not go down easily. You thank him for the information and promise to report back as necessary. The retired adventurer meets you in a shoulder cross and thanks you once again. To explore the wood, wood that's begun slowly creeping towards Tally's new stone building and his beloved trading post, choose the enter the creeping wood option from outside the trading post. Okay, time to enter the creeping wood. You make your way across the broad grassy expanse that lies directly behind Tally's new stone building, just to the north of, of, the tra- of the trading post. As you draw near to the line of trees, you see signs indicate the forest has indeed crept to the west. You find the foot of a narrow meandering tw- path. The somewhat overgrown trail plunges eastward into the heart of the tangled swath of forest. Taking one last look around, you step forward and enter the woods. You're standing just inside the western edge of the creeping wood. To the south, across a broad grassy expanse, sits Tally's trading post and its newly erected stone building. All around you are the nearing and unnerving sounds of a forest. On the march, so I can wet. I can attempt to rest here. Don't need to, but I can. We step out of the forest and move to the centre of the grassy expanse that lies between the creeping wood and Tally's trading post. There, your back up, back pressed up against the broad shoulder of of, of exposed ledge, you set about getting some much needed rest. Head back into the forest, so that only restores your stamina to points. Making your way across the grassy expanse, you step into the creeping forest. Although if you want to restore your your magic, your never will reserve, you just have to travel to Trivic and I will be automatically restored. Okay, I'm in the I'm in the northwest part, all around you, on all sides of the meandering trail. The dark, sinister silhouettes of towering hardwood sway eerily in the breeze as the cursed, gripped forest continues its slow, 
but steady march towards the trading post. Okay, there's something to the east. Suddenly, the forest around you begins flashing as four dark towering shapes lurk out of the surrounding gloom. You stare in horror as a group of walking trees move into the path ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as the foremost of the four walking trees stomp in your direction. The ground beneath your feet trembles with every step taken by the fearsome giant of the forest. Hold your ground and engage the walking tree. The towering oak stomps towards you, its mighty limbs rattling as its thundering footfalls shake the ground. Oh no, it's an oak! Towering oak swats at you with its mighty limbs. And of course, your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 24 damage. Another one for 32 damage. And another one for 29 damage. That's too many devastating blows. 32 damage devastating blow. And slain. 40 XP. You leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods as the towering goat clashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. The next of the three remaining trees stomps towards you. Hold your ground and engage the tree. The advancing tree draws to within a dozen yards of you and abruptly halts. You watch with a mix of horror and amazement as several thorny vines shake out of the nearby undergrowth and sliver up the trunk of the mighty forest giant. The thorny vines quickly weave themselves into a bristling ball near the side of your head. Using one of its long, lower limbs, the tree takes hold of the ball of thorns and hurls the deadly spear at you. So I could dodge, or I could use fortification, shadow magic, elementalism, or telekinesis. I'll use telekinesis. Failed. You cry out in agony as the deadly spear of thorns slams into you, tearing mercilessly into your flesh. Fifteen damage. Wounded but alive, you steady yourself and step boldly towards your towering foe. More forty vines shake out of the nearby undergrowth and sink up to the trunk of the mighty forest giant. The forty vines quickly weave themselves to bristling ball, nearly the size of your head. Using one of its long, lower limbs, the tree takes hold of the ball of thorns and hurls the deadly spear at you. Same thing, options again now, elementalism. And succeeded. You channel your power of elementalism. Answering your summons, a raging air elemental swoops down out of the treetops and hurls itself at the hurtling ball of thorns, throwing the deadly spear off course. The towering beach stomps towards you, its mighty limbs rattling as its thundering footfalls shake the ground. Begin combat with a towering beach. Devastating blow for 22 damage. It swats at you with its towering limbs. Devastating blow for 29 damage. One for 20 damage. And now it is slain. 
39 XP. You leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods as the towering beast crashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. Okay. The next of the two remaining trees stomp towards you. Hold your ground and engage the tree. The towering elm stomps towards you, its mighty limbs rattling as its thundering footfalls shake the ground. Okay. I'm just going to do these four, I'm going to do manually, then I'll quick combat the rest of them. The towering elm squats at you with its mighty limbs, devastating blow, another devastating blow for 32 damage. Stop with the devastating blows already, they're quite devastating, which is the point of them, but still, don't like them. Don't like having people do devastating blows against me. They hurt. 40 XP. You leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods as the towering elm crashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. The last of the towering trees stomp towards you. Okay, the tree is a towering oak. Its thundering footfall shake the ground. Which is odd because it doesn't have feet. Swats at you with its mighty limbs. Ooh, I've entered into a battle wage. Gah, trees! You're disturbing the squirrels by moving about! You have slain your foe. 40 XP. You leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods. As a towering oak crashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. 256 experience as a general, with no more of the fearsome walking trees in, in the immediate vicinity. You spend a few moments checking over equipment before once again setting off on your way through the creeping forest. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm trolling around to the south and another thing's turned up. Three walking trees this time. Hold your ground and engage the walking tree. It's a towering oak. Quick combat. 40 XP. I leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods. It's a towering oak crashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. Next tree. Advancing tree draws to the dozen yards of you and abruptly halts. You watch with a mix of horror and amazement as several thorny vines... Shake out of the nearby undergrowth and sliver up to the trunk of the mighty forest giant. The thorny vines swiftly weave themselves into a bristling ball nearly the size of your head's head. Using one of its long lower limbs, the tree takes hold of the ball of thorns and hurls the gently spear at you. Same options as with the last spike, bristly, bristly thorny ball. I will use shadow magic. You call upon your power of shadow magic. And your head is immediately filled with a chorus of shrill whispers. You watch in amazement as two broad bands of gloom, the lengthy shadows of nearby trees, stretch out and form a thick, a web, thick web of shadow before you. The hauntling ball of thorns strikes the web of shadow and is promptly repelled. 
The towering maple stomps towards you, its mighty limbs rattling, its thundering footfalls shake the ground. I'm gonna get some maple syrup from you! I'm gonna crack it out of you with this mace! Swats at you with its mighty limbs. Alright, oh, just order 20. And slain. 40 XP. Okay, he's the last tree. Oh, another. Another one of those thorny boards has appeared. Now, fortification. Seated. You summon your power fortification. Without delay, a shimmering battle of golden sparkles appears before you. The deadly spear of form slams into your magical shield and drops harmlessly to the ground. The towering maple stomps towards you, its mighty limbs rattling as its thundering footfalls shake the ground. Quick combat! It is slain. 39 XP. <laughs> mighty tree does not move again. 256 XP. With no thought more of the fearsome trees in the immediate vicinity, you spend a few moments checking over your equipment before once again setting off on your way through the creeping forest. Okay, the trail you've been following comes to, to an end as the forest quickly becomes impassable in all directions ahead, save to the south, where a wide, dark tunnel delves into the deep earth. Believe that by passing through this tunnel, you'll likely end up emerging in a different part of the forest. I have no choice. I must enter the tunnel. And hope that something... Well, even if something does happen, I'll handle it. Enter the tunnel. With your reliable light flaring brightly, you step into the dark, sloping tunnel and quickly find yourself moving along a broad, gluten-filled passage nearly two dozen feet beneath the forest floor. Continue along the passage, suddenly. The sudden sound of something moving in the darkness above fills you with dread. You thrust your light upwards in an attempt to reveal the source of the unnerving noise. Dropping out of the gloom overhead, its massive body weaving, and its fearsome circular fang-filled jaws stretched wide. It's a gigantic carnage crawler. You die to the side in a desperate attempt to get out from beneath the creature's tremendous bulk. Pick a number. Bonus of 49. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 19 from workmanship. I need 75 to get completely clear. Pick now. 80. Oh, it nearly, nearly hit me. You manage to dodge out from under the dropping carnage crawler, but the enormous insect lands on its churning feet and immediately surges towards you. Circular jaws stretched wide, in anticipation of devouring an easy bit of prey. I think you will discover I'm not so easy. And you should stick to deer and... Uh, other... Forest creatures. I don't know, goblins maybe? Begin combat. Massive carnage crawler. 
Massey's Carnage Crawler snaps at you its powerful fanged winged jaws. And Savage Bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for 18 damage, another bite, and it is slain. 70 XP. Which means that insect was tougher than a tree. The oozing corpse of the massive Carnage Crawler shudders violently, and the creature's countless legs twitch for nearly a minute before becoming still. At last, the fearless predator that long stalked this part of the forest is now gone forever. To take a few moments to check over your gear and count your breath, you swiftly continue along the remainder of the dark passage. After only a minute or two, you reach the end of the tunnel and are thankful to have a wide opening leading back out into the forest. You extinguish your light source and emerge from the dark confines of the damp passage. The trail of the following comes to an end as the foliage forest quickly becomes impassable on all directions ahead, save to the east, where a wide dark tunnel dives into the damp earth. You believe that by passing through this tunnel, you'll would likely emerge in a different part of the forest. But that's the tunnel I've just been through. It's I can I'm now in the southwest corner. I'm going to go south. Little L in the southwest, and something's coming up. Just in one. Suddenly the forest around you begins thrashing wildly as four dark towering shapes lurch out of the surrounding gloom. You stare in horror, the walking trees moving onto the path ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as the foremost of the four walking trees stomps in your direction. The ground beneath your feet trembles with every step taken by the fearsome giant of the forest. Alright, gonna fight the walking tree, it's a towering elm, quick come. 40 XP for the towering elm. Next tree, another towering elm. 40 XP for that. Next tree, towering oak. Finish it off with some basil age. Yo, you're disturbing the squirrels. I'm the woodpeckers. And what about the birds that were nesting in you? Did you even think about the birds? <sighs> 40 XP for that one. And it's the last tree, a towering beech. That's with two E's, not with an A, because that would be weird. If a beech with an A attacked you. A bit of the uh, beech with two E's attacking you is sort of weird, but you get used to that. You get used to trees trying to kill you eventually. And honestly, a lot of trees have some pretty good reason. Not like these ones, though. These ones are just... These ones are just tools. You leap back and take cover behind several stationary hardwoods as a towering beach crashes to the forest floor. The mighty tree does not move again. 256 experience to general. With no more the fearsome walking trees in the immediate vicinity... You spend a few moments checking over equipment before once again setting off on your way through the creeping forest. Okay, I'm now in the southwest corner. One to the east. 
Three walking trees. I'm just going to bash them. Towering oak. Bash. 39 XP. Another towering oak. Bash. For 40 XP. And a towering oak once more. 40 XP. I wonder if those oaks were related. Well, I don't think they care. Because they're animated by dark goblin magic. Not by their own... Not by their own will or anything. 256 experience to general. With no more of the fearsome walking trees in the immediate vicinity. We spend a few moments checking over equipment before once again setting off on your way through the creeping forest. Okay, this little section ends one to the east. The trail... Oh, it's, it's a tunnel. To the east, it... It delves into the damp earth. I shall enter this tunnel. Reliable light source flaring brightly. You step into the dark, sloping tunnel and quickly find yourself moving along a broad, gloom-filled passage nearly two dozen feet below the forest floor. Okay. How did these tunnels get here? Because I don't, you know, I don't think you usually find just... Tunnels conveniently in forests. Admittedly, I don't really explore forests. I mean, a cave. Caves can happen. Caves happen all the time, but a tunnel. I mean, was this was this tunnel just dug by some giant ants? Yeah, maybe it's giant ants. I mean, normal ants dig tunnels, so giant ants, of course. Dig big tunnels. And then they've they wandered off. Because I'm not being attacked by giant ants right now. Unless maybe they were about to attack me. Suddenly. The sudden sound of sliding stone in darkness above sends your pulse racing. You glance upward just in time to see a shower of large rocks spilling onto you out of the gloom overhead. You leap forward in a desperate bid to avoid being crushed by the falling rocks. Pick a number. Bonus of 49. 20 from agility, 10 from luck, 19 from woodmanship. Need 75 or more to dodge all these rocks. Pick. 98. You manage to throw yourself clear of the falling rocks. The shower of stones, many of them the size of small boulders... Drops onto the floor of the earthen tunnel, the towering chorus, reverberating thuds. Thankful to have escaped what might easily have been an instant death, you can swiftly continue along the dark passage. Now the odd thing is, might as well mention it now, is that Boulder has a Pacific definition. Uh, something For a rock to be a Boulder, it has to be a certain size. It's not just a cat. While in common parlance, it's just a catch-all term for big rock that would probably kill you if it landed on your head. <laughs> and for geologists, and really no one knows rocks more than geologists, it's their thing. A boulder has a diameter of... Of 256 millimetres or more. So. Those were some pretty large rocks. 
And of course, they can get a lot bigger. <laughs> they can. Yeah, and they're smaller than that, they become cobbles, and before that, it's, keb it's pebbles. And then you get gravel, and before that, it's sand, and, bef and before that, it's silt. And if you get really tiny, you get clay. To only a minute or two, you reach the end of the tunnel and are thankful to find a wide opening leading back out into the forest. You extinguish your light source and emerge from the dark confines of the damp passage. Okay, I'm now in the southeast corner. Okay, there's a little, little, little right angle thing here. There's something to the north. Okay, four more trees. Towering maple, gonna get your syrup. Towering beech, with two E's. And next up is another towering beech. Yes, a towering beech. Yes, where very, very tall people can sunbathe. And it's the last one, it's a towering maple. Now I shall get a towering pile of maple syrup from it. Maybe. I I don't know exactly how you get the syrup off a tree. I presume, I presume, I presume if you were to just bash the, key, bash the tree into fragments, you'd probably ruin it. And, it's, and I assume it's, there's a season for it too. And you have to do other things. 256 experience to general. Though more of the fearsome walking trees in the immediate vicinity, you spend a few moments checking over your equipment before once again setting off on your way through the creeping forest. Okay, a bit of healing. Alright, I'm going north once more. Alright, I've got to go into a tunnel which goes to the north. Shall so enter the tunnel. Continue along the passage. To gloom-filled passage. Only two dozen feet beneath the forest floor. Suddenly. The loud sound. The sudden sound of something moving in the darkness above fills you with dread. You thrust your light upwards in an attempt to reveal the source of this unnerving noise. Dropping out of the gloom overhead, its massive body weaving, and its fearsome circular fang-filled jaws stretched wide, is a gigantic carnage crawler. You dive to the side in a desperate attempt to get out of out from beneath the creature's tremendous bulk. All right, picking a number: bonus of forty-nine, twenty from agility, ten from body, nineteen from woodmanship. Boat needs 75 or more to get completely clear of it. Uh, well, it's exactly as difficult to dodge a carnage crawler as some boulders. Pick now. 123 success. You manage to dodge out from under the dropping carnage crawler, but the enormous insect lands on its churning feet and immediately surges towards you. Its circular jaws stretched wide in anticipation of devouring an easy bit of prey. Not so easy. I mean, you should have heard of that from that other guy. Begin combat. 
snaps at you with its powerful fang-filled jaws. And it manages to get a couple of bites in, but it is slain. 70 experience. Using corpse of the masses carnage crawler. Shudders. Shudders violently. And the creature's countless legs twitch for nearly a minute before becoming still. At last, the fearsome predator that long stalked this part of the forest is, is gone forever. Alright, oh, that's quite rude being so loud, but that happens when you live near people. So taking a few moments to check over your gear and count your breath, we swiftly continue along the remainder of the dark passage. Dodie a minute or two, you reach the end of the tunnel and are thankful to have a wide opening, leading back out into the forest. You extinguish your light source and emerge from the dark confines of the damp passage. Okay, I'm in a little place in the northeast corner. A little N-shaped passage. Now, along the top of the N is another question mark. Four more trees. Towering Beach. And Towering Maple. And a Towering Elm. Well, at least, the, at least these elms didn't have to worry about Dutch elm disease. All the elm decline which happened in the Neolithic. Or if there was one in the Neolithic in that world, they've recovered from it. Hold it round and again. It's a towering oak. Ooh, your enemy smashes through your defences. Devastating blow for 36 damage which nearly got me. But I used one of my scorn trendies to guarantee finishing off. It is now slain. 39 XP. Okay, I'm going to heal myself up. Crashes to the floor. 256 experience to general. That's quite a lot of experience. Alright, there's another tunnel going to the south. Alright, into the tunnel. With your light flaring brightly, you step into the dark, sloping tunnel. And quickly find yourself moving along a broad, gloom-filled passage nearly two dozen feet beneath the forest floor. Continue. Suddenly. The sudden sound of sliding slowly in the darkness above sends your pulse racing. You glance upwards just in time to see a shower of large rocks spilling down onto you out of the gloom overhead. You leap forward in a desperate fit to avoid being crushed by the falling rocks. Right, it's pick a number. Bonus of 49. Got to get 75 or more. 147. You manage to throw yourself clear of the falling rocks. The shower of stones, many of them the size of small boulders, which means, of course, as I told you before, 256 millimeters across or more drops onto the onto the floor of the earthen tunnel with a thundering chorus of reverberating sounds thanks to the escape to what might easily have been instant death you swiftly continue along the dark 
passage. After only a minute or two, we reach the end of the tunnel and are thankful to find the wide opening leading back into the forest. We extinguish our trusted light and emerge from the dark confines of the damp passage. The trail you've been following comes to an end. The forest quick. Yep. Alright, I'm now in the central part of the forest. Okay. Ooh, something to the west now. Right in the middle. Yes, your progress through the thick, creeping forest comes to a abrupt halt as you encounter what could only be the scene of a fierce and recent battle. Four large trees lie soon about the forest floor, their thick trunks splattered with blood and marred by what appears to be the blade of an axe. Immediately begin to wonder who else has penetrated this far into the wood. Uh, they're splattered with blood, though. So I think. So I think even if the even if the trees didn't win, they've probably they've probably brutally wounded this axeman somewhere to the south. Okay. Alright, to the west is the final place. You step into a small clearing in the heart of the forest and immediately freeze. Lying at the edge of the grassy swath, only a few yards from you, is the bloodied, chain-clad corpse of a young man. An axe what lies within reach of the dead man's open hand. Open right hand. You carefully examine the man's remains and are quick to note a wide red gash across his midsection. You estimate the man died here in the last day or so. To make a quick search of the slain man's body, recall the blood spattered battle scene you encountered earlier. It's now obvious to you. This is the bold soul who must have felled four of the four walking trees. The search turns up the following. An exceptional axe. It's just a regular axe. There's nothing that can tell it apart from any other exceptional axes. And there's no way I can, I can distinguish it either. Yes, it's going to be sold, which is sort of disrespectful, really, but still. 274 gold tokens. The bottom of his money bag to discover. Much to your surprise, a small quantity of adventurer tokens. Four adventurer tokens. Last convinced you haven't overlooked anything, you offer a silent prayer for the fallen adventurer. Now fold his arms across his chest or turning and making your way out of the clearing to the east. Yee, so now I have 34 adventure tokens. You realise it was undoubtedly the slain man you discovered, discovered at the west who engaged and defeated these four walking trees before dying from his wounds in the clearing to the west.
Okay, there's something to the south. As you sudden, as you turn south into a more open section of the forest, you suddenly become aware of a dark, towering shape moving through the trees ahead. You freeze in mid-step and instinctively draw yourself into defensive stance as a massive dog lumbers into view. The fearsome, ancient forest denizen stretches wide the cavernous mouth set into his thick trunk and unleashes a savage war. A strange greenish glow surrounds the wicked tree creature. You immediately realise that this mighty beast is serving as the medium of the goblin shaman. The ancient Domuk lurches forwards to every thought bent on your destruction. It was probably angry before it got turned into a into a goblin medium. Okay, if I if I destroy this, the curse will be the curse will be lifted, and the trading post will be the trading post will be saved. So I'm engaging this ancient Domuk. Brovely hold your ground, ground and then face the fearsome glowing dobok. It's a very angry tree. The ancient law of this wood roars savagely, strikes out its thick, gnarled limbs. Alright, fighting the ancient dobok. I'm not going to combat this one. The glowing dobok roars as it lashes altitude its mighty limbs. The Dombok grabs hold of you, tangling its thick branches, and shakes you violently. Oh, that was 15 damage. Okay. Otherwise, once again, it's a free plus. So no matter how much I raise my MR, it's not going to get any easier. Grabs hold of me, tangling its thick branches, and shakes you violently for 16 damage. Okay, just keep going at it. Keep bash, 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 bash. Shook me again. And it is slain. Went into battle raid. Ah, stop being a curse medium. Ah. You've slain your foe. 74 experience. And 512 experience to general. With the final bellow, the ancient glowing dobok crashes to the forest floor. You leap back to avoid being crushed beneath the impossible bulk of the slain forest giant and only narrowly dodge the tip of a broad sweeping limb. The wicked woodland creature does not stir again. The greedish glow emanating from the dobok begins to swiftly fade and a matter of only a few moments is completely vanished. The living medium employed by the goblin shaman is no more. The passing of the ancient Domog, the dark magic that insidiously sent the forest creeping westward, has been dispelled, but surely the goblin shaman could just cast that spell on something else. It probably wouldn't be that easy, because I think a spell like this, you've probably got to get all sorts of regents and components and do a very complicated dance or something. 
We pause for a brief pre-spell to reflect on success of your mission for turning and happily making your way out of the forest. After an uneventful trek out of the forest, you quickly jaunt across the grassy expanse that leads up to the trading post. You find Tally's hard at work stacking boxes inside the newly erected stone building. He looks up and smiles as you enter. Proceeds to tell you that he's just finished chewing away a handful of adventures and crying about the Tome of Attainment. Wasting no time, you casually announce the success of your mission. The master adventurer's eyes widen. For a fleeting moment, his jaw goes slack. Tally steps forward and initiates a shoulder cross. As a broad grin crosses his face, the master adventurer tells you he expected you to concede. But he had no idea you would achieve success, success so swiftly. As I've said, you are the old line, he says, smiling. That's how it should be done. That's just how you did it. Well done, Soup. Tally's immediately washes around to the back of the stone building. Your wife, a few moments later, to him staring at the distant line of trees. I swear they've already begun their retreat, he says, rubbing his hands together. Wouldn't you say so? Look at that. They've already started back the other way. Looking at the trees from a distance, you're unable to tell whether or not they've moved at all since you stepped away from them. So you are certain their slow advance has stopped. You nod in agreement. Tallies, grins and nods. There's something for you, says Tallies, as the two of you step into the stone building. Just let me see if I'm able to recall it. Been a while since I've had to summit on short, short notice. Alright, I think I have it. Step over here, would you? Hesitate for a moment and cast a quizzical glance at Tally's. He frowns and waves his hand rapidly, signalling for you to approach. You step up to him and he leans forward and whispers something into your ear. A strange sensation comes over you as Tally's faint, barely discernible whisper fades, leaving you no notion what it might have conveyed. The master adventurer steps back and smiles. Just a small trick taught to me by a very old and dear friend, he says. Given a few of the more valuable battle-related lessons I've had the good fortune to learn over the years. But I recall them as necessary. But caution them to use, use them sparingly. You won't be able to recall them indefinitely. I've got Tally's echoing whisper view. Well, not an item in the true sense of the word. This object represents the special and mystical bit of battle lore related to you by the retired master adventurer Tally's. To make use of the lore, which contains a whisper, select it from your list of items during combat. It may only be used in combat where the use of items is permitted. Using the Whisper in this manner will help to significantly reduce your enemy's melee rating for the duration of the combat. The Whisper will vanish from your memory after a total of 10 uses. You may call upon this Whisper 10 more times. So yeah, this is a very powerful but very limited item. So I'd probably only use it on... On bosses, I mean unique, super tough bosses, 
and the proving grounds because there's a really huge cost if you fail those. Taken aback by Tani's extraordinary and until now hidden talent, he asked me the whisper is the product of his own magic or an item he's pos- he possesses. Who's to say it's magic at all, he says. I don't know any real magic in any event. Can't divulge all my secrets, Zoops. Well, Zoop, when you're getting on in the years as I have, sometimes secrets of all you've, all you've got, really got that anyone wants. Well, also got the trading post, of course, but that's something else entirely. You thank ta- Tallies for the whisper he's given you, and he bows. He quickly tells you no thanks are necessary. Well, I'd best get back to sorting and stacking these boxes, he says, staring gloomily at the lopsided pile of wooden crates, each containing several copies of the Tone of Attainment. Thank you again, Zoop. You're of the old line, and don't let anyone try to tell you otherwise. You bid the Master Adventurer farewell, and leave the small stone building. And that finishes this informal adventure with 4,096 experience to general and 256 experience to all skills and powers. Quite nice. Alright, I'm back in the t- back in the trading post. Okay, that is enough for for now. Going to go to Trithic. Automatically west, thanks to that pink stone. Now I can save and. Hmm. But let's see, next time. Next time, let's have a look at this list of adventurers. Let's see, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Great Ledge House. The winds of Mount Stonejaw, where we shall meet up with Main Shuren again. Yeah, maybe that will be the one we do next. Or maybe it'll be something else. But I'm leaning towards that. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.